everyone. You're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Lasala. Heavenly Father, we come boldly before the throne of grace and we're so thankful for today. Lord, this is the day that you made. We're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in everything that you've accomplished for our lives. God, we're so thankful that you're here in our presence. Lord, your word declares, God, that where two or three are gathered together in one place, you said you'd be in our midst, that agreeing upon anything, that you would accomplish great things for us, God. We're so thankful. We're so thankful for your presence. We're so thankful for your goodness in our lives. We honor you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, welcome to Discover Grace and Truth once again. Host Pastor Anton. I'm sitting with Pastor Dino Lasala, my brother from the same mother, <laughs> founder and pastor of Revolution Church. So, uh, welcome, Pastor Dino, to today's podcast. Glad to have you here with us. Glad to be here. So, um, I, I want to talk about a topic that uh, that can be sometimes controversial at times in the church, and sometimes it's very comforting, and it's a topic of grace. Now, discover grace and truth is founded on this word grace because John chapter 1, verse Verse 17 says that Moses was given the law, but Jesus came to give us grace and truth. And so, Dean, you know, you and I always have conversation about this topic because it's so real for us and it's been more evident to and alive in our lives, in our families, in our businesses and so forth. Yeah. And um, I want you to talk about this word grace because when you hear that scripture that John talked about, you know, what, what does grace mean to you? Well, first of all, I'm honored to be here. Super excited about this ministry and what it's doing and what it's going to do. So, and uh, just glad to be a part of it in any way I can be. Um, I think, you know, depending on when I heard that term, grace really will define my definition or what I think about it, right? So, uh, and just cutting right to the chase, um, I used to think grace was a denomination. Yeah. I used to think it was a concept. I used to think it was a theological position, right? And it's, you know, you could make that case for all of those, right? Especially growing up and, you know, in the religious background that you and I came from, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you can make that case. But at the end of the day, that scripture defines what grace is. And this is where the revelation uh, came that really hit me and hit you, right? Grace, it says right there, grace and truth came. Oh, Anton, if people could understand that grace is not a concept, grace is not a theological position, grace is not a religion, grace is a person. That radically changed my life. And, you know, and if that's controversial for people, I feel sorry for them because they're controversial then with the very person of Jesus who is supposed to be our Lord and Savior. Amen. Right. Amen. So, that's, 
That's really good. I mean, just thinking about that word grace in in growing up in religion. You know, we grew up in a religious part of uh, where people just they threw that word around, grace, 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 grace. They sure did. We didn't understand really what that concept really held for us. Yeah, even in movies, um, you know, I remember watching a Western, and um, and part of the caption in the Western was about the hero who fell from grace, right? Because he, he, he somehow went bad, right? And the whole movie was about him finding redemption and coming back to the, to the place where he's supposed to be. But you're conditioned to believe that falling from grace is... Um, is a concept where you fall away from God, right? Mm. Right, and so you you're in this, and you're taught subconsciously, oh, grace is close to God, or grace is far from God, right? It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. God blessed them; that's all they knew. That was their understanding, and the movie was still good, by the way. <laughs> um, but I think at the end of the day, when people don't understand you know, or lack the revelation that you and I did. That's why I have sympathy and have compassion on people because it took me years to understand this. You have to get a revelation that grace is not a concept and we don't fall from grace. Maybe, maybe your listeners might want to know in the future what falling from grace really means. Right. Okay. But it's not what people think, <laughs> but grace is a person. It is yeah. the person of our lovely savior, Jesus. Amen. That's what grace is. That's who grace is. And, that's radically changed my life, and it takes some. It takes a moment to understand that. So, so when we talk about grace, and that's exactly what I, I'm glad you you mentioned that. It's it's about the person of Jesus, because a lot of people get hung up with understanding that you know. Well, you're talking about grace, but uh, how about the law? The law was was given. I mean, shouldn't we follow the law? And and I have to, we, I want to talk a little bit about this because that's where the controversy is. Yeah. The controversy is between believing the Ten Commandments and then what Jesus brought. What was grace? Yeah. You know, because we all, we both know that the Bible says that Jesus came to fulfill the law. Yes. Right? Yes. And he did it at the cross. Yes. And in doing so, he left us a new set of understanding right old things pass away new things are coming yep it's called grace yes it's called jesus it's called the gospel yes so this is where the controversy that's why i said that yeah it's because that's the controversy they don't know how to how to say okay well we grew up with the ten commandments yeah mm -hmm. but now you're saying grace so how does that all come together well, first of all, I understand the controversy, right? Because I was conflicted within myself, right? And so, um, but when I started to understand that the the law is all about doing, right? Mm -hmm. You must do, you must do, you must do, do this, do this, do this, or else, okay? But grace is not do, grace is done, right? That's the difference. The law is you must do but grace, because of what Jesus did, right, it's done. So grace is about what Jesus done, done, done. I know that's not right English, right? But the law is all about what you have to do, what you have to do, as opposed to grace is everything that Jesus did. And, oh, that, that just 
changed my understanding because it wasn't uh, the law that protected the adulterous woman that Jesus stepped in. When you hear that story about the adulterous woman, yeah. we're all, we read it from this side. Like, Jesus is so amazing. He <laughs> stepped in. Oh my God, he's my hero, right? But if you were living in the moment, right? right the law had such an influence on the culture that most people would probably say Jesus was wrong for not stoning her because he wasn't thinking about the example that he was setting. What about all the young kids coming up? And they're going to say now because of Jesus, he stepped in and saved that person and didn't stone her, that all of a sudden that's the example that we're sending our children for generation to generation. Of course Jesus should have stoned. He was wrong, right? But it wasn't Jesus that stepped in. Grace stepped in. That's really good. Jesus didn't raise the dead. Grace raised the dead. Yeah. Jesus didn't heal the sick. Grace healed the sick. And oh my gosh, when I started to see this, that Jesus and grace are one in the same, it radically changed the way I read the Bible. You know, that's really good because what you're saying is that the Old Testament or the Ten Commandments, you had to do, right? to get something yes but in the new or testament, earn something or, or yeah or earn something but in the new testament jesus came to give us grace because grace is god's supply to us yeah so it's already been given to us when you and i receive jesus christ as lord and savior all that grace all that supply everything that we need in life didn't matter what we need was given to us yeah. in grace. It was just plopped in our in our in our lap. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think we as a culture think that we always have to earn something yeah. to get something. And I and I'll tell you where where a lot of that came from, you know, um and I hope that your listeners really hear our heart. Because our heart is we love all people. Right, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we're all in different phases and different uh, walk, a different part of our walk with God. But you can't, I cannot deny the fact that all my life, before understanding that grace is a person, I heard salvation is free. Mm -hmm. Jesus died for you. Salvation is free. But after you get saved, oh, you've got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go into your born again experience with that mindset you already are mixing you got to do 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 right with something that's already been done 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 when jesus said finished i don't think we i understood what that really meant right, right. jesus finished and then you have to reconcile that with when jesus said come unto me all you who labor and I will give you rest. So there was a conflict for me. Jesus is saying, come to me and I'm going to give you rest. But yet on the other hand, I was told, oh, salvation is free. But after you get saved, you got to do, do, do. Rest and do don't go hand in hand here. Yeah. There was, a, there was, a, there was a, a conflict here. And I just, like you, we set out to, to reconcile. What does this mean? Because everybody wants to rest. We all want to step into that place of rest, right? Yeah. So um, it was probably one of the greatest revelations that I had was understanding that the law and 
the Old Testament is all about do, 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 where we're living here in the New Testament, where Jesus said it's already done. So we have to understand what does this mean that it's already done. That's really good. And, you know, we're going to break this down in the next couple of weeks about what grace really means to us. You know, and I have my Pastor Dino on here because we've always had these conversations and 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 sometimes there's some mind-boggling understanding or revelations that come to us and we just start sharing with one another. And it's just been an awesome journey doing this with him. But Dean, I want to ask you this question because, um, you know, we're talking about grace and, and this is awesome. But, you know, the question is, is how has this affected you as a pastor, a business person, a father, a husband? You know, how does how have you use this understanding this concept of grace jesus in all those fields you know that is a really good question and um the best way for me to describe the benefit of this understanding is really embracing the concept of effortless Mm. if you aren't experiencing an effortless walk with God or an effortless walk with your children, an effortless walk with your spouse, an effortless walk in your business, then we really don't understand the concept of grace. Grace for me, the revelation actually came when I was having a conversation with the Lord about uh, my wife. It was a Mother's Day, and I was contemplating what I was going to get her, you know, like a lot of the dudes do. What am I going to get a woman who has everything, right, and who can be so picky sometimes, right? So, oh, please don't tell Jeannie I said that. Um, (laughs) But um, I was talking to the Lord, and I was just uh, grateful about my relationship with Jeannie. I was thanking God over this Mother's Day period that I have an amazing marriage. My walk with her has been effortless. We were able to get through all of life's challenges pretty effortlessly, right? Mm. And we've had our challenges like everybody else, but we were able to get through them nearly effortlessly. And so I was just thanking the Lord for this. Like, God, how, how did this happen to me, you know, with stepping into this relationship with her in this effortless way, you know? And I was just worshiping and thanking the Lord for her, Jeannie and, and trying to think about what I was going to get her for Mother's Day. But while I'm in this place, I'm having this experience with God. It's almost like I knew like the Lord was there and he was asking me this question. Is your relationship with me as effortless as your relationship is with your wife. And I could not say yes, Anton. Mm. I could not. God was as effortless as it was with Jeannie. And here is where my quest really began because I realized that if I could have an effortless relationship with God as I could with my spouse, Mm. I would really step into a new dimension of my walk as a believer in Jesus. And that started to open up the door for me about really understanding, wait a minute, the law is all about do, but 
grace is all about done. Anton, I never woke up one morning thinking, man, how could I just get away with the very least in my relationship with <laughs> Jeannie good. and get the most out of her? I never woke up one morning manipulating or conniving or just thinking, how could I just take a shortcut so I could get the most out of this relationship? Not one time. It's the other other way. I'm waking up every day so grateful for what I have, so grateful for my relationship. I'm thinking, how can I be a better husband? How can I be a better father? And that's what the true revelation of grace really means. It will challenge you as a believer in Jesus to how can you be a better Christian? How can you pray more? How can you give more? How can you serve more? But it comes effortlessly because it's out of this relationship, not out of something you have to do, do, do. I hope I'm making myself well, clear. Well, I mean, a lot of times when we talk about grace, we always talk about the salvation part of things, like you mentioned earlier. But it's not just salvation. It's everything to do about what salvation means to us. It's been given to us. It's been handheld to us where we can live in grace. And it is. And I agree with you. It's, it's effortless. You don't have to do something to get something. You just have to continue. I know this is some of your listeners are going to hear me today. Mm, it's good. You're going to say, because this is how I see grace. Grace is receiving constantly from Jesus. It has nothing to do with us doing something on purpose to get his attention. It's not anything about that. It's about just believing that he loves us so much. So good. That he's going to supply everything, everything that we need, whether it be in our marriages, our families, our, our communities, our church, America, He's already given it to us. That's in the person of Jesus. That is in the person and the name of grace. Mm. His unlimited supply mm. for every need that we have in our lives. And so sometimes it's hard for us men to put to wrap our heads around that because we're so driven to do something to get something mm. and God is saying no 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 I finished everything that I need to do that's all I need you to do is to believe me believe me and then I'll lead you in the direction that you need to go and that's the part of grace that we're going to be talking about here in the future it's not that we just have to sit back and just keep, continue to receive 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 no 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 it's about having a conversation with God, mm. getting instruction. That's good. Believing those instructions and then moving in that direction. Mm. So that's what grace can give us. It gives us the ultimate direction of God's life through our lives and around our lives. Mm. So that's what grace really, really means to me. I hope that was I, I said a mouthful there, but uh, you sure did. <laughs> but uh, you know, this is this topic is so precious to me. That's why I want to spend some time with this this topic because um, 
I want to unravel some things and hopefully build some things so that we could really understand the true meaning of what God's grace really means to us. Man, Dean, I'm so thankful for you as my brother. Mm. We have these conversations all the time. And um, and I'm thankful for you <laughs> as my brother. You've been my brother my whole life, and you've been my older brother my whole life. <laughs> and, Just so you need to know. Appreciate that. Well, the, you know, I just got to set the standard, I guess. Um, <laughs> hey, so uh, I want to thank you, Pastor Dino, for joining us today. If you're, and listen, listeners, if you're looking for a church that will love you unconditionally and teach you the, the word of God, uh, I want you to check out therevolutionchurch.com. Um, and it'll be a great blessing to you because. We're talking about topics like this, topics of love, topics of grace, topics of of prosperity, things that that we need today. And I don't know, you know this as well as anyone else, Pastor D, that we need Jesus Mm -hmm. in a strong, strong way. I mean, we're living in controversial times and and we need Jesus to be the center of our lives. We need the real Jesus to be the center of our lives. Amen, not, brother. Not a religious Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, uh, hey, thanks for thanks for joining me. Thank you. What yeah. an honor. It was fun. Yeah, it's good. We're going to have to do this again. All right. So I'm going to pray for you right now. And I want to believe that Revolution Church is going to be out there really doing the work of Christ and believing that lives are going to be changed and transformed because you have a great heart for people, Dean. And I love it. Heavenly Father, we come boldly before the throne of grace right now, once again, and we're so thankful. Thank you, Lord. Lord, for this opportunity that we get to share your word, share, Lord God, just stories about your goodness in our lives. I want to thank you, Lord God, for for Pastor Dino and and just his heart, his heart for people, his heart to to reach people through Revolution Church. I pray, Lord God, that you just continue to bless him, Pastor Jeannie, Lord, his family, mm. as they endeavor, Lord God, to step out, to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, and that you would add all other things to them. Lord, I pray that blessing on them today. I pray, Lord God, that the eyes of their understanding would continue to be enlightened, to know the purpose of their calling. God, I thank you. We give you honor, glory, and praise for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, everyone. Subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you, He's for you, and He is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to His power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.